Sarah, at the moment you and I are standing inside the old Victoria Theatre. There is 30 years of pigeon poo here, as well as lots of pigeons who look a little perturbed about our presence here, but we are in the fly tower. We are. It's a three-level fly tower, fly galleries, Um, and uh, as you can see, um, we've got one, two, two timber tiers on which different people could move around, operate different lighting systems and so forth. And we're standing in the middle one. We are. But when you say lighting systems, this theatre was built before there was electricity. Yes, Paul Tibbles is here from Live Sites and he can probably give us a little bit more detail about how the the limelights worked. Limelight, see, that's where that turned Oh, we could all be in the limelight, Paul. Indeed, that's how it started, people getting into the limelight. So um, the research that I've done shows that the the trams in Hunter Street were electrified in 1920, so this being would have had 50 years or so without electricity. So the way that you would have lit the stage during performances would be... From up here? From up here, with limes, so there'd be theatre technicians with very, very long um, poles with a wick on the end, and they would come to the edge of the gallery here on their lighting cue, and they would physically put out that wick, put it into the lamp, ignite the chemical um, compound in the lamp. The lamp would then glow onto the performance below. Depending on what chemicals you put in it, then you get a slightly different colour. So The etymology of limelight. Yeah, yeah, the etymology of limelight. So... Um, You're a theatre person from way back. What do you think looking at this space? So we're just in one. We have come up the most bizarre, narrow little staircase to get up here. But what do you see when you look around here, Paul? um, I just find it overwhelmingly exciting. You know, Adam and I have just looked at some fantastic technology in the Civic Theatre today, which is the the modern edge of technology. And to come back here and see the reality of theatre, it's just absolutely overwhelmingly exciting. And it's just great for me to have the privilege to be in here, like it's a secret hidden spot and I feel really precious about it. Adam, from Council as well, we do know you from a lot of the work we do with the ABC at the Civic Theatre, which is full of... It's an old theatre, but it is full of whiz-bangery these days. So when you come in here with your torch to show us around, what's it feel like for you? Well, I'm absolutely gobsmacked about this place. I haven't been in here before either. Um, Looking around at um, the technology of the time... What technology? Well, it's still technology. I mean, whether it's um, what we equate as technology or not is is totally different, but... um, the uh, just the the old gallery floors, the belaying pins for tying off um, hanging hanging pieces, the the total lack of infrastructure. To be honest, is I don't know how they did shows in here. And yet, in <laughs> its do it. in its day, it must have been exquisite. It's a large space. It's not a small theatre. It is no, it's a good sized space. There's no doubt about that. And looking in the auditorium there earlier. Um, it would it must have been beautiful in its day. Like some of that work out there is just gorgeous. Almost rivals the Civic. Almost. <laughs> Maybe it will again one day. No, never know. Sarah. When we were downstairs here, we were in the auditorium, which is underneath the false floor that was put in here for the previous retail. There was the toy shop, there was the jeans place. We went under there 
And it's just amazing because behind all that is still the proscenium arch, the remnants of the stage which we're up above now. And did you notice too, oh, you can see it here, the, uh, the, the curtain, it's still there. I so think this is the old cinema screen. Um, Adam and I think this is the old cinema screen, the old front of house curtains down the bottom lying in front the of the, the um, cross arch on the other side. Yeah. So this is what it originally looked like when it was built in 1890. This wow. was taken in the 20s before it became a cinemascope. So what we see here is just like a big flat canvas screen rather than a curtain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So when it was built, it was actually cutting edge for its time. It was the most prestigious and regal theatre anywhere in the country. It rivalled Sydney theatres. And, of course, um, when it was built, it was um, full of the latest trappings, um, such as gold leaf, terracottas, Beautiful, beautiful decoration. Beautiful and indeed, the ceiling of the auditorium still looks like bronze or gold leaf. Yeah, it does. Um, it's pretty original. It's pretty intact. Um, some of it's um, not in very good condition, mind you, but nonetheless, it's still there. We can still see it. And it's capable of being restored. This is such a treasure. It is a smelly, stinky old treasure at the moment, but what a treasure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's nothing like this in the whole of Australia and it's here in Newcastle and it's because our city and our people in our city really do value their heritage. So that's why this is here. The funny thing is, Sarah, though, that we rail against it. You get the letters to the editor. We have the Victoria Theatre in Perkins Street. It's sitting there. It's doing nothing. Why doesn't someone do with it? Blah, 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 blah. But coming in, and Adam's laughing because he knows it's... But you, you come... I'm looking at some OHS issues. Oh, we'll talk about the OHS in a sec. But we do. Publicly, we rail about the fact that we have these beautiful buildings sitting here, going to waste. They're rotting. But you know what? I have a whole new appreciation for it now because they're sitting here. They haven't been wrecked. You don't want to just go into something um, blindly or... Yeah, have a few million bucks and turn it into a Irish pub. Club, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, this space is really precious and it's very important. Um, the building owner, the, the guy who owns this, understands how important it is, and um, he's basically, I suppose, a, sh- a steward. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Steward is a good word, yeah. a custodian. A custodian while, while it is sitting it. here full of pigeons, by the same token, it's not being ruined. That's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, until the, the economic conditions are right um, and until there's the, the right solution and the right use or the most appropriate use, we can still appreciate exactly how this was built in 1890. You can see how it functioned. You can understand the layers in the building. The archaeology of this building, to me, is, is fascinating because there's about three different layers in here. It stinks, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I mean, that's, that's pigeon patina for you. <laughs> pigeon patina, that is a very polite way of, of describing it. And we've just found an egg. Yes. A, a pigeon. Which one of you lads found the pigeon egg? Uh, I found the full pigeon egg after. After I spotted the broken one, that's one pigeon that's not going to make it into the ceiling. Which one came first, the pigeon or the egg? Um, Oh, (laughs) sorry. Adam's just done a count. You can see here that um, on each of these, there's a number on each of these battens, and that would have corresponded to a fly line in the roof. So a rope for scenery. A rope for scenery and lamps and all of that. And um, Adam's just done a count and found that there were 36 lines 
run from this level. Sarah, how was the Victoria Theatre equipped? Because I look around me and I just think, oh, my goodness, imagine this. And you have come here perhaps to the premiere performance of the theatre. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, they, they bragged in the Newcastle Herald in 1891 about how the stage itself consisted of a stage proper, um, 12 dressing rooms, property rooms, staircases, fly galleries, painters' bridges, grid floors and all the, all the, all the other most modern appliances of a first-class theatre. And, of course, out the front was the first-class hotel. There was a hotel here? The hotel was on the Perkins Street frontage and the auditorium was at the, in the middle space and then we had the fly tower here at the rear. So um, basically you were able to come into the hotel, um, have a meal. Um, it was a first-class hotel, so no riffraff, thank you very much. Um, and then <laughs> oh, they, into... they wouldn't have let me in then. No. <laughs> and then come in and see a show. So they were running vaudeville acts here. So um, it wasn't um, a movie theatre at that time, obviously. Um, it was a performance space. Okay. So when did it become the cinema? In the 1940s, Hoyt's Corporation um, bought the property. Was it still operating as the hotel at the front and so on up until that point? No, in the 20s there was a change to the Liquor Act, the Liquor Laws, and it became illegal for a hotel and a theatre to be within the same property. So the uh, first-class hotel at the front, which was on Perkins Street, was ripped out um, in about the 1920s. It continued to be a theatre until Hoyt's Corporation bought it in the 40s. Um, however, um, the theatre... Um, uh, sorry, the, the hotel was removed and that became part of the um, the, the, the lounge area for the, the theatre. So is that why there's no windows on the Perkins Street front? For yes, for the the cinemascope, for the operation of the movie theatre, it's they they blinded the windows, and most people think, oh, how ugly! There's no windows. Someone's you know gone and tackily bricked up the openings. Yeah, but, but once upon a the time story. there was. That's right, and that's part of the story of the building. It 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 ceased to be a functioning performance space, and it went just to being movies. So at that time, the the, the windows were blinded to provide a nice dark um, space inside. Sarah, when we were coming up the labyrinth of skinny stairways to get up here, there was one area downstairs somewhere that you showed me with your torch. I don't know where we are because I got completely lost. Um, For a moment I thought, oh, we must be underground. And you know when you go into a big car park that they've carved out of sandstone, out of the stone, you can see it. But then I realised there were actually very, very large blocks of sandstone. So where were we? We were in the basement, so we were underneath the stage. Um, You could see the part of the sump, so the stormwater system. Um, Yes, the the building was constructed with very, very large blocks of of sandstone. So the foundation system is quite... um, Elaborate, very structurally um, robust. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. No. Um, Paul can probably also give us a bit of an insight into why that might be in terms of the, the requirements of a performance space and, and a tower of, of this scale. We've got um, four storeys of freestanding space here and it's a pretty big space. What would that be? That would be... Uh, 66 feet. 66 feet. And then you look at all of the um, cantilevering and all of the reinforcement here, the size of the timbers, um, how much um, structural reinforcement there is for everything. You look at the fact that there are 36 lines. There's all of that infrastructure to make those lines happen. They're all carrying lights or um, 
scenery or whatever, you know, that needed to be an incredibly strong tower. the size of say across the stage area here compared to the civic theatre because this is this is big yes it, it is it is slightly smaller though as i understand yeah. it isn't it yeah so. I, I think it's slightly smaller mm. I, I, can't be much in it though no no i don't think there's much in it at all looking at the space mm. this is a 66 feet by 40 feet um fly tower so uh, across wise across mm. the plane the horizontal plane so um it was big for the time it mm. was bigger than anything else it was bigger than stuff that was happening in sydney and having been in the privileged position of having done lots of shows and hosted things at the civic theater i'm fairly familiar with you know the rabbit warren that is the back of the civic theater but when i look at the rabbit warren that is well it's actually kind of the front and the side yeah. of this theater yeah. Yeah. What an incredible space! Mm. This is this is no tiny little no, theatre. No, this this is not um, your amateur theatre space. This was a professional, um, state of the art, nationally important theatre for the time, eighteen ninety ninety one. So um, you had a lot of really important vaudeville acts coming here, and hence you required not only the the, the stage to be the scale that it is, but also all the other um, service areas of of the theatre. So there's 12 dressing rooms, there are property rooms, there are prop rooms, there's a whole labyrinth basically. And I don't know how many dressings there, dressing rooms there are at the Civic Theatre, but seriously, it would be comparable to this place, wouldn't mm. it? Well, you think about it, 1891, there were 12 dressing rooms in here. Mm. I mean, that's just, um, that, that's amazing really, for the time. How many are there at the Civic? I think there's about eight. Again, I'm not, not sure off the top of my head, but I can... I, I certainly wouldn't have thought there were 12. No, no, they're not, they're not 12, but there are three kind of levels, yeah. so um, mm. it's a bit deceiving about how many there are. So is this building. Um, yeah, and I've just spotted something else for you as well, which what? is... What? What? Um, I've been wondering where these, why these big winches are here. Yes. They're actually... This is your firewall. Yes. And we were talking pickups before, Sarah. You can see how the pickups go across here. There's one, two, three... Yeah four, five to the centre one. So that's actually, you'd winch that in and out um, when the theatre was closed so that if there was a fire backstage, mm -hmm. it wouldn't go into the auditorium. Yeah, And it's just wonderful to see that it's exactly the same system today. And you can go into a, a theatre that they build today and it won't be um, hand winched, but it will still be the same system. <laughs> 